Welcome to One Moment Wiser. This is Christy Bridges, and I'm going to help you understand yourself better, improve your relationships, and connect with your creator. My guests share personal stories and wisdom, and in 2023, we're focusing on mental health from a Christian perspective. Let's get started. This is Christy Bridges, and I have another friend of mine with me today. Today is the day for friends, man. I have Rachel Toops. She is a skincare designer, and she has been in the cosmetology industry forever, did my makeup in the last photo shoot that we did, and she has created her own bath scrub. Mm, Gotta love that. And her own salve that you can use for pain and muscle relaxants. And anyway, she is going to be asking me some questions that you might have. I'm always interviewing other people. And so this past week I was talking to some friends and said, well, does anybody else have questions about me? And they said, well, yes. And I said, okay, let's do this. So a little nervous, but that's all right, because Rachel is always easy to talk to. Rachel, thank you so much for coming today. I appreciate thank it. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm super excited. I can't wait to see what transpires out of this and learning more about you and you know your community as well. So I'm excited. Nice. So before we start with me, I'm curious, what, um, tell me what makes your body scrub and your salve special. I know there's a secret ingredient. Ah, <laughs> uh, love. Love, love, okay, gotcha. Rachel. You know what the salve thing call it, putting yep. your foot in it, you know, I would say, <laughs> put my foot in it, that's all. <laughs> I love it. So Rachel uses fresh herbs in all of her stuff. That is really neat. Yes. Um, I have been, you know, in um, more of the natural side of cosmetics for over 20 years. And so I've learned a lot about ingredients um, and the things that are not good for us, that is in everything. And so for me, I want my products to be as natural as they can be. Um, but, you know, we still need a little science with nature um, for things to work well and be able to actually penetrate our skin and things. So, um, yeah, that's that's me. I like something a little bit more natural from the earth, organic. So, Gotcha. With a little science. I like that because you know, natural doesn't always give you consistency. So you've, you've actually applied your chemistry skills to this stuff. And that's, that's neat for me. I'm like, Oh, I know a real scientist. (laughs) (laughs) I try. I try. (laughs) My dad dad is a coral scientist. So I grew up in the greenhouse. I grew up learning about herbs and plants. He's the guy that, you know, you can look at a leaf and he knows the origin and everything behind it. So it's kind of, kind of interesting um, learning from him and, you know, still being able to apply those to my own business now. So it's, it's good. Very nice. Okay. So I guess it's your turn. Okay. So, um, you know, we've gotten to know each other a little bit in you know, the past few months, um, which is, so much fun. I love, you know, every time we get together, but, um, I want to know a little bit about what made you, you know, what, what is your story that got you to the place of where you now 
uh, give yourself so freely and want to help, you know, children and do all the things that you do in coaching um, with your, you know, your bedtime or 3 a.m. stories and all of that. Uh, is it 2 a.m. or 3 a.m.? 3 a.m. Okay, 3 a.m. And so, um, you know, um, I'd like to know a little bit more about, like, what was it that jump-started you to want to do that for uh, for others? Oh. You know, back when I was 10 years old, I spent the summer with my grandparents, like I did every year, and my mom gave me an assignment. I, I was going to spend the month of July with them, and she said, there's 31 days in July. Every day, I want you to read a chapter of Proverbs because there's 31 chapters in Proverbs. Yeah. And um, I was 10. I didn't get it all right. Uh, you know, I I could see the rationale in, you know, certain things. Right. But but I didn't get it all because I wasn't a grown up. But yeah. it got me started trying to figure out grown-ups. It got me started thinking in a different way. And my parents, um, especially my dad, because I was spending the summer with my grandparents so I could be close to my dad and watching him in his relationships and in his personal development through the years, I got to, you know, be privy to all the mistakes he made and also the wisdom that he shared as he learned from them. Um, he was a real young dad. He was, you know, 17 when I was born. And I really think that was a big inspiration for me because getting to watch someone grow firsthand and getting to see God's way show itself, right? Um, you know, the Bible is full of advice for how to live with peace and how to live with wisdom and how to avoid some of these terrible traumas and how to recover from them and, and getting to kind of, you know, continue learning from scripture and at the same time watching someone discover the truth there was a, was an eye opener. When I was 25, um, I discovered an author. I was, I was going through my own divorce, which is the um, reason that I'm doing the 3 a.m. book. And at that time, I, I was recognizing, oh, what a sweetie, that I, yeah. <laughs> I love him. He's beautiful. Um, but at, at that time, I realized, you know, I, I didn't have it all right. I thought I, you know, had learned everything from dad and I wouldn't make any mistakes and I was very wrong. And um, I, I thought, you know, one of these days I want to write a book. I want to help other people learn what I learned from dad and what I learned from, from my own life. I want to help other people avoid those mistakes and, and also heal when, when they've made them. And so it was, about, I knew that I wasn't at the maturity level yet. I knew I still had some things to learn, but it was about, what, 15 years later when I wrote my first book um, based on Proverbs and actually used some of dad's stories. Um, and, and I've been doing this kind of thing ever since. It is, I am just driven to help people understand themselves better and understand God better and understand each other so that we can have much, much happier lives.
That's so awesome. Uh, I love that because, you know, my dad, you know, I told you a little bit about that, but his story um, is so much of what I do too, because, um, and even, you know, Father's Day, just, you know, what last weekend, and um, I got this huge card for my dad, and it was basically mm -hmm. like I wrote this, you know, novel. And, um, you know, we went through some really hard things. My dad's been sober for 28 years, but um, <clears throat> he's overcome so many things. I mean, I've seen him overcome in his health and grow in his business. And, you know, um, he's worked for every major agricultural and horticultural company. Um, he's just thrived, you know, and I've seen restoration in my own family. And that's how I know, like, um, because of watching my parents both do it, you know, apart from, you know, being together. And they, my mom's been single for 28 years, as long as my dad's been sober. <laughs> yeah. And so, um, but they've both like just blossomed. And that's such a testimony, you know, to us generationally, you know, healing, like you said, um, those things that our parents had to go through. And, you know, my mom and I, we still catch ourselves sometimes apologizing for the past and then having to be like, no, we don't have to say sorry anymore. We've already, <laughs> we've already okay. done that, you know? And then, um, but rewriting that script, you know, I love that. That's amazing. Getting to see that God really makes transformation. You, you don't get that unless you have long-term relationships. And, you know, our parents are, are probably the best source of that, but some people aren't in touch with their parents and you can miss things that way. Sometimes it's for, you know, for healthy reasons, right? You got to take care of yourself, but, um, long-term relationships are the way you get to really see God work, the way you get to really see wisdom transform a life. And I'm so glad that you and your dad and, and you and your mom have been able to share that experience together. Yeah, it's definitely, you know, um, I, it's a blessing, you know, it really is, you know, and some people who can ever see, you know, that, uh, what I see, what is it in, um, Asian countries and like China where they have a broken pot and they fill it with gold. Yes. Make it whole. My life, um, motto, what I've always kind of like, this happened, started happening years ago, uh, through, you know, my, my journey and my spiritual journey, my healing journey. And I remember, um, think like God telling me like, you're a broken piece of glass transformed into a beautiful stained glass artwork. And, you know, that's, he makes beauty, beauty out of brokenness. And so, yeah, I love, I love that analogy. So, he so does. That is the entire topic of Option Ocean is uh, just how wonderfully he does that. He takes these shattered things, these misshapen, sharp edged, you know, crumbled pieces of what once were. And he goes, oh, I can work with this and make something amazing. What a neat analogy. I love the stained glass. I love stained glass anyway. So that's such a perfect. So pretty. <laughs> right? I want to take a stained glass class. Let's do it. I, you know what? I thought about that taking like there's a, they have one here in Tulsa. 
Yes. Or they do stained glass art and then um, glass blowing too. So. I totally want to do that. Although that's be a good like very sweaty work. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> let's not do it right now this summer. <laughs> no, let's, let's wait till my birthday. It's a December. Wait, nice your birthday. <laughs> it's right after Christmas. So it'll be nice and cold for it. Okay. Yeah. That's perfect. <laughs> so what is, so your birthday is in December? Yes, it's December 29th, right between Christmas and New Year's. And it's funny, people always think that with a Christmas birthday, you don't get your own celebration. But it's really special to me because it's there's something profound about recognizing that Jesus, you know, God, right, poured as much of his essence as he could into a human body. And that human body, Jesus, went through having to learn how to talk. I mean, he was the word, but he had to learn how to talk. He had to learn how to use that tongue and those teeth properly to make himself understood. He had to learn how, well, he had to grow in teeth, right? That's a painful process right off the bat. Boom, your first experience being human. Everybody loves you and then you hurt all the time. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know? And then- Everybody who hurts all the time, you're hurting. <laughs> And so then we went through all these things that we go through and something about getting our, you know, having that birthday that's right about the same time as when we celebrate his um, just always makes it feel so special. Yeah. James's birthday is the 10th. So his is right before Christmas. Before everybody wild. starts the wild parties in, yeah, in yes, time. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. And then my grandmother, hers is, uh, she's a New Year's baby. So hers is actually New Year's Eve, which is always Seriously? Been fun. Okay. That's fun. Yeah. It's fun. <laughs> it's also, I remember the we, party. Played, we played Clue. We played, it was supposed to be Y2K. Remember Y2K and everything? Yeah. Uno and Skipbo <laughs> all through it. And they're like, well, it's midnight. Guess we didn't lose sleep. <laughs> right? How funny. <laughs> Oh, so yeah. So, um, so I want to know about this book, this 3am, you said, told me about the oceans one. What about this 3am book, this new one that you have? I, yeah, I'm getting excited about it. So two years ago, I never make a project wait this long, but two years ago, I finally felt ready to do a devotional for people going through divorce. So, you know, 25 years after my divorce, um, <laughs> I'm finally ready, right? But you, it's not something you want to, it's not something you want to deal with immediately because you don't really know what you don't know yet. And it's then once you've dealt with your own divorce and you've, you know, recovered and started that new life, you, you really don't want to go back and relive it all. And so it took a while, but a couple of years ago, I was just walking through Mardell's and I love Mardell's, but I, there was one book on grief that had a chapter on divorce. And there was one book, um, for help counseling people who are, uh, you know, during marital splits. And there was just such a wealth of, you know, ditch that man, you're better off kind of books in the secular world. But in the Christian world, even though Christians go through divorce just as often as other people, 
probably more because we actually get married, right? Well, and then, you know, there was the purity, you know, the whole purity culture too. Yeah. You know, all these kids getting married and then they're getting divorced because they didn't know, you know, they didn't know someone long enough and they were, you know, a total misconception of relationships, so... So true. And so I just thought, gosh, we need this. And so I gathered some authors, some really amazing people with a good perspective to share their own stories. And because, you know, nobody wants to spend 30 days reading about mine, <laughs> um, but they, they each wrote their own chapter and shared their own stories. And I shared some of mine. And along with scripture and wisdom, you know, lessons learned, right? How to, so that when it's three o'clock in the morning and you can't sleep because your mind won't stop and you're ready to pick up the phone and text that ex, you can do something else. Um, anything else, right? You, you can pick up that book and read somebody's story and get a little hope and know you're going to get through this. And so from there, like chicken, soup, chicken soup for the divorce soul. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. And we're sharing, you know, what we've learned. I'm still looking for about three more authors to really round out that book. There are particular things I want people to have in their toolbox, right? So there are about three more authors I'm looking for. And I'm gathering therapists also to share with me this September in the 3 a.m. Surviving Divorce Summit. So the therapist will share um, different types of tips. I actually have therapists and a financial planner, a financial planner who's going to, you know, because after my divorce, I ended up in bankruptcy because I didn't have my brain on straight and, you know, didn't make good financial decisions. And so we're going to have a financial planner. We're going to have some therapists. That'll be in September during Suicide Prevention and Awareness Month because um, divorce is a major influence in suicide for men. Um, you'd think that women, you know, might go there, but, but a lot of women have a better network yeah. than men do. A lot of men only have their families. And even if they take those families for granted, um, they end up really desolate afterwards. And so I think it's going to be important for us to help men and women understand that you may not have asked for this new life. This may not be what you wanted, but it is here and it's actually going to be good if you just let God lead you. That's all we have time for today. If you're enjoying this interview, please share it with your friends and join us next week as we continue. Meanwhile, join me for two-minute daily devotional videos Monday through Friday at onemomentwiser.com. That's the digit one, momentwiser.com or on social media at onemomentwiser. God bless you.